Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Good morning, my neighbors! Yes! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're... You're awfully excited this morning. You okay? That's my Eddie Murray. <laughs> Do you have a few adult sodas before you got on the air or something? <laughs> Not today. Did you read the Green New Deal last oh, night? You're excited about that... how we're going to build trains over the oceans? Do you know that? Trains. <laughs> trains. under the. Maybe we'll build them through tunnels underneath the Atlantic and Pacific. What do you think of that? Whoa. That's pretty great, isn't it? Don't worry. So, Producer Joe, how are you today? I'm you doing okay? Doing well, Daniel. How about you, man? Yeah, uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I'm doing great. The Green New Deal was introduced last night, solved all our problems. We're going to have ocean trains. We're going to be aqua dozing underneath the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, High speed train from here to Mars. We're going to get beanstalk like Jack and the Beanstalk, the little things that are going to give us little space elevators uh, from here to Mars. Who, oh, Joe, who knew? Who we knew? didn't need the space who shuttle and, and and the Mars lander. Who needed any of that? <laughs> we have Jack and the Beanstalk like space elevators we can do. Space trains, air travel, jelly bean factories. I've got a bunch of missing things that they left out of the ridiculous, outrageous Green New Deal. I'm going to add today, too. So uh, don't go anywhere. I got a stack show for you today, folks. Woo. I got that. I've got major, major breaks in the Russia Gate Spygate hoax. Um, this is uh, this is going to really blow your mind. I got some good stuff. Uh, all right, today's show brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. They make the finest nutrition products on the market. Their supplements are amazing. I use them. I love them. I recommend them highly. Uh, one of my favorite products, I have a bunch of them, um, is Field of Greens. We all know the key to a healthy, long life, good cognitive awareness, good immune system, uh, good health is fruits and vegetables. Every doctor, nutritionist will tell you that, personal trainer, everyone. What's the problem with that? The problem is a lot of us don't have time to cook and prepare fruits and vegetables like we should. Uh, so Brickhouse Nutrition solved that problem for you with a great product called Field of Greens. It's available at BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. It is the finest fruit and vegetable supplement on the market. It is real food. It's not extract. Ground up into a fine tasting powder. You mix with juice. You can put in your protein shakes. You mix with, uh, mix with water. Whatever you like. It tastes delicious. A little bit of a blueberry, raspberry, fruity kind of tinge to it. It tastes delicious. It is your fruit and vegetable insurance. I love it. Me and my family take it every day. Go to BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Look better. Feel better. Check out Field of Greens. You will love it. BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Okie doke. Uh, on the Green New Deal released last night, if some of you missed it, uh, a far left radical socialist, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who we've given a fair shake on the show, Joe. Have we not acknowledged no, many times many it is times. difficult to win a seat in Congress? Uh-huh. Um, she pulled off, uh, you know, listen, I tried. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won a seat in Congress, you know, good for her. But now the responsibility with a, with a woman with such significant power, uh, she has a, an enormous following, um, is to actually know stuff. Um, but after last night, I've become convinced, uh, sadly, that um, in the knowledge department about how the world works, uh, her then the people surrounding her are sadly lacking. Uh, this thing last night, they put out this Green New Deal. For those of you that missed it, was a package of proposals. It was a resolution, so it was not an, a formal legislative bill, but it was a resolution she's looking for a vote for on the House floor that contained Joe... <laughs> 
how do we describe this? Um, <laughs> we're trying to be somewhat respectful here. Uh, it contains, contains some of the most ridiculous, outrageous, <laughs> uh, not even pie in the sky. There's no pie. The there's sky. no sky. There's no nothing. Things I've ever seen in my life. The fact that it was put down on paper uh, and not done so in jest as part of a comedy act um, is is one of the saddest things I've seen to emanate from the swamp up on Capitol Hill in a long time. Um, I said last night, Joe, <laughs> I was on uh, Hannity last night debating uh, my friend Jessica Tarloff, who's a really nice person, uh-huh. but we just have different political views. But uh, th- this surely is an effort by the Democrats to troll us, <laughs> to troll us. In other words, to get a response. It has to be. There's no be. way this is serious. If if this is serious, Joe, you and I are big on the education issue. Our education system has failed us in a way far more profound than I even thought. Yeah, man. The education system is done if this is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, let's get right to it. I'm telling you, I'm trying to take Representative Cortez seriously. I have given her her due respect. I, 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 I'm trying to not make this personal, but this is so ridiculous that it, it, it's, 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 it's hilarity. Let's go through them. All right. and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, because Joe and I do facts and data here, uh, you know, with a, we drop some humor in. Sometimes we could get, uh, you know, get a little passionate about stuff. Yeah, but let's go over the facts of what she's proposing and how utterly ridiculous and absurd this stuff really is. So, Joe, mm-hmm. one of her, her signature proposals in the Green New Deal is to rebuild every building in the United States. So let, let's do some simple math. I want to hat tip a guy, Scott Parker, on Twitter who had put this up first. I did some homework. His numbers are accurate. So, Joe, rebuild every building. Yeah, yeah, every every building, Joe, in the United States. So let's do the math on this. So there were roughly 130 plus million home units, home structures in the United States, okay. and roughly 5.5, 5.6 million commercial buildings in the United States. All right. So to rebuild every building and retrofit them to what she believes are modern standards, to not forget about the de- right. the, the deconstruction demolition cost, <laughs> just to rebuild it, Joe. Now you're a handy guy. <laughs> Get a load of this. We we would have to build. 30 more than 30,000 buildings every day for the next 10 years. Yes. Yes, that's there you go. There's no pie, there's no sky. There's no This is one of the dumbest things I have ever heard. And listen, that's saying a lot when it comes to Democrats. This is one of the dumbest ideas I've ever heard in my life. This could very well be the stupidest person on the face of the earth. Did anybody in her office who put this together and the other uh, folks, the other Congress members, Congressman Ed Markey from Massachusetts, did they even do the math on this? So every day for the next 10 years, we're going to demolish and rebuild or retrofit 30,000 buildings a day. <laughs> Wait, do I have a calculator in here? Did some? This is not a calculator. It's a remote for the fan in here. But did somebody go, let's see, one point seven. 5.6 million buildings, 137 million home units, 30, that's 30,000 buildings a day. Did somebody even do that? And even worse, Joe, yeah. if they did do that, if they did the, get whip out the calculator and do the math, who did, in the room didn't stop and go, Miss um, Cortez, that would require us to rebuild 30,000 buildings a day for every 10 years. So oh. there's only two scenarios. First scenario is they put out this proposal resolution that they want a house vote on that nobody even did basic math on that this guy Scott Parker figured out on Twitter lickety split or Joe scenario number two. They did the math. 
came up with 30,000 buildings a day and even more ridiculously agreed that this was probable and likely. Yes, let's do that. 30,000 buildings a day for 10 years. Oh, this is funny in a sickening kind of way. <laughs> but in, in, in a tragic, oh. sad, um, really horrible kind of way. Truly. Funny like, you know, the the, 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 the Truman Show that, we're, you know, he's the subject oh, of this oh, big I, joke, Jim yeah. Carrey in the movie. I remember that one, yeah. So that's just one. So I, I, I call these the lowlights because there are no highlights to this ridiculously stupid plan. Uh, and listen, some of you may object somewhat to the humor we use in this, but I, I, I'm being candid here and I tell you, I don't know any other way to talk about this. Yeah. I'm giving you the facts and data so you have tangible data points to use when arguing with your leftist friends who support this monstrosity, this ridiculous proposal. Mm -hmm. But I really don't know any other way to talk about this other than sarcastically because it's so dumb. I'm frankly offended that sane people put this out there. Uh, really? This is that stupid. That's what this thing goes on. I'm not done. I've got a lot more to get to, so I should just motor ahead. She wants a, I, I discussed this a little bit yesterday, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse on this one. But she wants to move to a non-carbon, zero emissions type economy. But at one point in the fact, uh, excuse me, energy economy, at one point in her fact sheet, Joe, she says, listen, we can't fully get to a zero emissions energy economy, a clean economy right away, Joe. And I'm not kidding because it's this is not a joke, ladies and gentlemen. This is real. This is in their fact sheet because it would be very hard to eliminate farting cows and air travel. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. That's in their fact sheet. So there's going to be a what mass assassination attempt of America. America's cows. Listen, if you're listening. This is like, you know, those Chick-fil-A ads, eat more mm. chicken. You're going to have like Chick-fil-A type. You know, you've seen them, right? Yeah. With the cow on the billboard. It's going to be, you're going to see like a cow on a billboard. Save us from AOC on billboards <laughs> across the country. She wants a mass assassination of cows that fart. Now, if you don't fart and you're a cow, ladies and gentlemen, it's not a joke. This is in their thing. Right. That's why I'm telling you, I can't talk about this without being sarcastic because this is actually in there. If you're a cow that doesn't have a gas problem, you may be safe. But try Beano, maybe the Beano market for is Beano a sponsor? Beano, get in here on the show. Is it like Beano.com, whatever? But Beano for cows will become a huge industry because if you're a cow that has a gas problem, AOC's coming for you. Because remember, she says in the piece, Joe, they can't fully get to a zero emissions economy until no. they eliminate uh, a, a farting cow. No, right. Because remember, they have methane in their emissions, their flatulence. Uh, this is a, you know, this is this actually happened. Beano for cows. Get in on this, folks. Get in on this now. Beano, create something for cows. You can <laughs> save them from AOC. But that was only part one, Joe, of the fact sheet of why they can't get to a Zero emissions, carbon-free economy. That was just part one. Part two is they're going to have a really tough time eliminating air travel. So they propose <laughs> trains. Tra oh, tra oh, they. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so simple, Joe. Why? You know what? I'm why, Joe. You and I must be really dumb. Why didn't we think of this? I, I don't trains know. Trains everywhere. <laughs> I mean, listen. We could put little bridges across the Atlantic. I mean, why didn't anyone else think of that? Trains, of course. You remember we had the Concorde yeah. from the UK to mm -hmm. New York out of JFK yes, that yes. since stopped flying after that accident, right? Who needed the Concorde? High speed rail. Put a little train. Maybe like, remember in New when I lived in New York, they had the L, you know, the elevated yeah. train platform. Yeah. But put an elevated train platform over the Atlantic high speed. Joe, you and I are idiots. We should have thought of this, this first. Is, We're so stupid. 
I got to agree with you. We, right? we, we should have thought of this. Yeah, we are. We're done. We missed the ball. I mean, you know, a couple bucks, invest in a train, mm-hmm. you know, elevated platform over the Atlantic. <laughs> I got an idea, dude. Here's even better. You can set up like fishing stuff, too. They can stop <laughs> in the middle stuff. of the Atlantic. Can't. <laughs> little casting, right? Why not? Why you not? get your big Marlins or whatever it may be. Bring them on the train. Go over the United Kingdom. You know, let's get up. We can get trains to Vietnam, to Japan. This would be great. The trip would only take 75 days, but it's okay. Fish. little Marlins. Throw out some fishing poles. Cast a- Throw some nets out. Bring them on the train. So AOC, uh, listen, that's great. Solid move. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid for the farting cows. But the trains everywhere was brilliant. Why didn't we think of that? Let me just give you a personal anecdote on trains, by the way. Because on a serious note, she is proposing high-speed rail and trains everywhere. So forget the hyperbolic trains across. The, we, we obviously know that's stupid. The fact that she's even insinuating they would need to do something about air travel in an economy that depends on it is bizarre and, and silly in and of itself. But, Joe, let's say for a minute, just for a moment here, that AOC is suggesting just a network of veins and arteries of new train tracks across the United States. Okay. Let me tell you a quick and very real story. It's not a joke. I live in a 50-50 congressional district. When I say 50-50, I mean it's been governed by uh, Democrats, Patrick Murphy, Republicans, Alan West, and now Brian Masters, a Republican. But the district is almost perfectly split 50-50 where I live in Martin County. It's what you'd call, I guess, a very moderate political place, right? Mm-hmm. They were going to, there's already a train here. Forget about building new trains, Joe. There is a train here. Mm-hmm. There's a company, a Brightline, that wanted to just increase the volume of trains on a track. Joe, listen to me here. That already exists. The people down here, even the Democrats, went crazy. Uh-huh. Because you know what happens, Joe? The train tracks bisect the county. Yep. So okay. to get from one side of the county to the other, where a lot of the schools and the businesses are, you have to cross the train tracks. So, Joe, what do you think happens every morning during rush hour, about nine o'clock, when a train that takes 10 minutes to cross the track passes? I think we've you got You think some, traffic yeah, gets worse? Some serious situations there, Dan. <laughs> lots of cussing going you on. You think? <laughs> yeah, you know, lots of cussing. Listen, do not open your windows if you're oh. sitting in traffic next to people. They're pounding on the steering wheel. This is in New York, where I used to live, where we all pounded on steering wheels. This is Florida. Where everybody's kind of chilled all the time. People lose their minds. They wanted to just increase the trains uh, by a certain percentage, more of them, on tracks that already exist. The Democrats went crazy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's take seriously for a second this absurd Green New Deal, this farce. And you're going to build train tracks in, in neighborhoods that have never even seen them before, bisect and cut off entire neighborhoods from their business districts for hours a day while trains are crisscrossing around the country? And across the Atlantic and Pacific. <laughs> Why we, have re- we have reached peak stupid. You understand this? Our education system is completely failed. The fact that it's bad enough that someone thought of this, but that they had the nerve to put it actually down on paper and humiliate themselves like they did is, is horrifying. I can't believe someone seriously put this down on paper. <laughs> all right let's let's go on because i really i got a lot to get to today so on her non our non-energy excuse me non-zero carbon zero emissions plan joe uh reason magazine i have by the way the show notes today please are a must read this reason.com piece um is so good 
again, we do facts and data here, a little bit of humor, but it describes on her zero carbon plan, zero emissions plan, Joe, the actual numbers on the square footage of land it would take, Joe, for wind turbines and solar to actually implement this plan. Are you tracking me? Okay. So AOC wants to get away from oil and natural gas and nuclear, by the way. Oh, yeah. Wants to go to solar and wind. Mm -hmm. So reason, and I have this article up at my show notes, subscribe to my email list. I'll email them right to you. Mm -hmm. But read this article. It talks about the roughly the land mass and the number of photovoltaic cells and wind turbines you would need. Here's a quick back of the hand calculation. Again, a hat tip to Kim Strassel, the Wall Street Journal, for putting this on her Twitter feed. It would require, Joe, 335,000 onshore turbines. Oh. So, uh, all right. So now you're not only going to have train tracks zipping through your backyard across the Atlantic and Pacific everywhere, you're also, Joe, going to have a wind turbine you didn't even want somewhere close to your house every day, humming, yeah. giving you headaches <laughs> in addition to the train zipping through 24 hours a day. So not only the Beano, do you need the Beano for cows to save the cows from the death squads sent out to kill the farting cows. You're also going to need earplugs and like Somulin or whatever some new sleep aid will be because you'll have humming wind turbines and trains zipping through 24 hours a day in your house. Great job. This is awesome. This is the best plan I've ever heard. It's not just that, Joe. It's going to require 154,000 offshore wind turbines. Offshore. I just told you the story the other day. They had two wind turbines. Two. Two. Not the 154,000 they would need offshore. Two offshore in Massachusetts, in Falmouth, Massachusetts. And remember the story, Joe, from the show a few days ago? Yeah. And the liberals in Massachusetts had to dismantle them because these two turbines were giving people headaches and killing birds and driving them crazy. Mm -hmm. So, so Falmouth, don't worry. Those two turbines are coming back in addition to probably three, four hundred more under Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's green new farce. Now, the space, Joe, on land for these turbines and solar cells. <laughs> this is so bad. I can do the whole show on this because I love economics and I love dumb economics because I love exposing this. There's a lot here, dude. It would take, Joe, five... five <laughs> 500,000 square miles of space covered in uh, photovoltaic solar cells and wind turbines to produce this energy. Now, to put that in perspective, what how, how big is that? It's basically the size of the entire state of Texas and California. So you would have to say that, listen, in addition to Texas and California, when we're not running a train track through your backyard, now we're ripping down your... They, well. I figured it out, Joe. Forget about rebuilding 30,000 buildings a day under her retrofitting plan. Let's just rip everything down in California and Texas, and we can blanket the whole state in solar cells and wind turbine. (laughs) Joe, Joe, should we not put an appendix on this thing? We can call it the Bongino Armacost (laughs) Appendix. Here's the plan. Sadly, it's so stupid. I may not want to give him any ideas. Yeah. Demolish Texas and California, level the whole place, and you can replace the whole (laughs) state with solar cells and wind turbines, and that'll take care of your 30,000 buildings a day. You won't need to do that because California and Texas won't be in the mix. There we go. There we go. We solved your appendix A. (laughs) Bongino, the Armacost, Bongino Armacost appendix. We fixed your whole problem for you. 
It's also <laughs> elementary. Why didn't we think of this? <laughs> so simple. How did we miss this? You and I missed the golden opportunity. We'd be the next Jeff Bezos. We'd have all this money. We'd be the Bill Gateses of podcasting. We didn't think of transatlantic oh, trains with man. fishing expeditions, Beano for cows, and somnolobulins at night so you can Som- sleep because there's trains and wind turbines in your backyard. But... Samulobulin, whatever the hell the name is. We could trademark Samulobulin. Maybe we'll put that on a T-shirt. Now, Joe, if the train's in your backyard and the wind turbines humming 24 hours a day aren't keeping you awake and the stench of dead cows from the cow uh, death squad assassination squad, right? If that doesn't drive you crazy, even worse, she wants to put, quote, build charging stations for electric cars, quote, everywhere. So, all right. So now it's two to three o'clock in the morning. Yes. The stench of dead cows isn't keeping you awake. The train that zipped through your house 20 minutes ago hasn't woken you up yet. And the humming wind turbine humming 24 hours a day is not bought. You've taken your somnolobulin, right? Right. The cow in your backyard is safe. You gave him Beano. Now you're going to have a charging station on every block in front of your yard. So Joey Bag of Donuts on his trip down to Florida needs to refuel. He gets a free pass to the electric grid in front of your house. So he gets it there. He's got his Metallica blaring. <laughs> I'm off to find a hero of the day. In the middle of the night, pulls open his car, takes out the charging station for blasting his music. It reminds me of when I was running for office in Florida over in Naples. We had a condo over there. And my daughter was staying with me for the weekend to go knock on doors. And my, my daughter's in the front room in the condo and I'm in the back bedroom. And she comes in in the middle of the night. She goes, Dad, there's someone outside. And I think they're shady. And I'm like, what? And, she, and all it was was someone blaring music outside of the house. And I'm thinking, man, kid, you didn't grow up in New York like I did. This isn't shady. She was worried that someone was breaking in blasting music. Don't worry, you're going to have that 24 hours a day now because yeah. there's going to be charging stations everywhere. So you got Metallica. I love Metallica. You got them mm-hmm. blasting 24 hours a day in front of your house. So listen, Samuel creators, I want a royalty on every sale of sleeping pills and Beano for farting cows because this is going to be a huge business, okay? <laughs> Now, there's there's more, Joe. Yeah, you know what? Let me do this because I want to get the, the, there's more. This gets better, folks. This is like this is the dumbest. But there's some stuff that's so ridiculous. I thought it was a joke when it was put in there, but it's not. It's real. I had to go find the screenshot and take it to make sure I didn't make a fool out of myself reading this stupidity. Okay. Uh, today's show also brought to you by a 23 and Me. Hey, we live in a world where we have access to data. It gives us more personalized insights into who we are. What's more personalized than your DNA? Now we can turn to our genetics for personalized health and awareness information, wellness information, excuse me. 23andMe allows you to go beyond ancestry to gain more personalized insights about your DNA. More than 125 genetic reports. You can even gain insights about your health. I did. I tried it myself. I found out some interesting things. Commit to a healthier you inspired by your genes. With 23andMe Health and Ancestry Service, you get more than 125 genetic reports. You can check out the deep sleep report. I found out, well, I knew I was not a deep sleeper, but when I got the... uh, when I got the genetic report, I found out why. Uh, if you're always suspected you feel more sleepy than others after missing out a night of sleep, you may not be imagining things. Your genes may be involved. Um, I also got this muscle composition report, which I found out was pretty cool. I had some kind of cool muscle uh, <laughs> muscle thing, which you know always makes me, I love lifting weights. You have the alcohol flush reaction report. Does alcohol turn your cheeks as pink as a glass of rosé? You may have an alcohol flush reaction. Learn about genetic factors that make it hard for some people to process alcohol. 
Go check it out today. A 23andMe Health and Ancestry Kit is the perfect gift for Valentine's Day. Buy your kit today at 23andMe.com slash Bongino. That's the number, 23andMe.com slash Bongino. Again, that's 23andMe.com slash Bongino. Check that out. All right, getting back to this. Uh, so again, uh, if you're out there and you're an entrepreneur, uh, get on the Bino, the Somnambulin. Uh, that would be really cool. But there were some other things in here, Joe. I had a screenshot it on my phone because I thought it was totally uh, uh, ridiculous. Someone tweeted out that in her Green New Deal, she wanted to guarantee, I'm quoting here, guarantee right. access to nature. <laughs> access to nature. So, so Joe, here's what we got here. We got, now you're not only going to have a train running through your yard 24 hours a day, the stench of an assassinated cow farts too much in your backyard. Yeah. You're not only going to have Metallica guy in his car charging his electric, uh, uh, electric, uh, what is it? Uh, the, with the Toyota, what's the, 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 the hybrid car, the, the toy Prius, everybody yeah. loves the little mini. Yeah, 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 the Prius. I was going to call it the Pravda. It's the Prius. The Pravda. (laughs) You're not only going to have Metallica guy um, in his Prius sitting out in front of your house to charge his car. Now you're going to have, they're going to guarantee access to nature. Now, she never says what that means because liberals never really describe anything in detail. But let me just throw a hypothetical at you. Yeah. So it's now three o'clock in the morning. Metallica guy left. There's not a train till six. And you've become accustomed to the stench of assassinated farting cows. And now, Joe... You happen to have a, a nature preserve in the back of your house. Matter of fact, there is I live in a neighborhood <laughs> in Palm City that has an area called the preserve, which is a nature preserve by by county law. You're not allowed to build on it, Joe. You you've seen those. Yeah, they have them up over. in Maryland yeah. too. All over the place, especially where Joe lives near near the water in Maryland, where there's inlets everywhere. All of there are areas you cannot touch, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna be given access to nature. So if you have that in your backyard, now you finally get to sleep. It's three o'clock in the morning, and Joey Bag of Donuts and his buddy are setting up a, a, a middle of the night picnic in your backyard because they have quote access to nature, and nature happens to be in your backyard. <laughs> and if you don't get that, don't worry. The county will declare your backyard a dog park or something. Open the dogs. So you'll have you'll have freaking Fido and Butch in your backyard wrestling with dog bones in the middle of the night. So even after Joey Bag of Donuts and his picnic, because they're now guaranteed access to nature, even after Joey Bag of Donuts and his buddy are done with their picnic and the trains are done and the stench of the dead cows is over, you gave them the Beano, your cow is okay. The car guy's there. He left in charge this car. The picnic is over. Don't worry. There'll be a dog park in your backyard where everybody can come at six in the morning when they love to walk their dogs, crapping all over your yard and fighting for a T-bone. And if they, there you go. This is great. Today's folks. the day the teddy bears have their picnic. <laughs> 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 this is the Bongino musical. This is the craziest, oh, the craziest thing I'm telling oh, you I've dude. ever heard in my life. It's, it's, <laughs> this is an endless... When I saw... You know, folks, the way I do the show to keep it tight on the news, because we launch like 45 minutes after we're done <sighs> uh, recording. Joe is super fast. Oh, He's got man. this system down. Oh, we do it for there. a reason. Although the show is not live, we want to keep it really, really time sensitive. Right. Yeah. You know, news breaks at 8 a.m. Eastern. I want it on my show when it launches at noon, right? Right. right. But I got to tell you, this came out last night and I had to do nothing this morning. Nothing. I'm not even kidding. I had, here it is. Here's my notebook. You see it? 
I wrote all of this last night. <laughs> None of this was written this morning because this thing was such an endless source of stupidity. I was like, there's nothing else we can cover. Nothing. Well, I do got some other stuff, but all right, let me just finish this up. So there was a lot in this. Um, a couple other things uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. Uh, she wants to g- give a guaranteed jobs benefit, Joe, folks, and guaranteed income to uh, Americans who are <laughs> oh. un- unwilling to work. Unwilling to work. Uh, uh, Joe, let me tell you something. I love this show, but there's a guaranteed job. Would you? I think it's pretty cool to just become unwilling to work then. So let, let me get this straight. The federal government's going to pay me taxpayer money for other people mm-hmm. to, who are not willing to work. Of course, I don't think this guy, I think it's the stupidest idea ever, but they actually put this down. At least they're being honest now. At least they're being honest. Now, now they, the liberals don't only want to give benefits to people they think are needy who fall into this, um, fall into this safety net because whenever they lost their job, now you don't have to be willing. You just have to basically give a double barrel middle finger to the entire workforce say, ah, work smirk. I ain't doing that crap. And what, Joe, the question for you is as the audience, I'm busting, yes, Dan. I need an honest answer. Here, Certainly, okay? sir. If you're going to get paid by taxpayers yes. who are working and you're unwilling to work, how long do you think before people who figure it out that they're working for other people who aren't willing to work become unwilling to work themselves to get money from someone well, else? Probably about three days, something like that. You three know? days, four days. I'd say you're being generous. Yeah. I'd say probably 10 minutes yeah. before most people figure out that. Let me get this straight. <laughs> uh, I'm working. I'm Tommy Bag of Donuts. I'm working my caboose off. And yet the neighbor quit his job because he's got a federal income guarantee. He's entirely unwilling to work. And I'm financing his his butt. I think I'm unwilling to work, too. This is in the document. This is the, they put this on paper, folks. This is actually down on paper. Unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, did you ever think you would ever, 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 ever hear this in America, man? Um, you know, candidly, I, I was worried about it. Um, I just thought they'd be a little more savvy. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought they would be a little more cryptic about it. I mean, what did you and I address yesterday? The Democrats standard way yeah. of doing business like this in the past was to never openly express what their real agenda is, That's right. no matter how ridiculous it was always to say, don't vote for us, vote against the Republicans because they're homophobes and racists that's what they they made mm-hmm. that stuff up but they did it to get you to hate republicans enough to vote for them but they never really put forth their own agenda i didn't think they would so quickly not abandon identity politics they're all over that still but it's a good question joe i didn't think they would be so quick to abandon any sense of strategic scruples to put this kind of stupid down on paper and let me tell you why and again, I have been very respectful of Miss Cortez, having run for office myself. I mean that. Mm-hmm. It is hard to do. But I think what happened, Joe, is you have a, 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 young, a young woman who's done a lot, but who, uh, I mean, in getting elected to Congress. And again, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be very candid about this, but real world experience is very limited. And I think... That gives her the ability to be a renegade out there because she has nothing to lose. But the problem here, she's in a oh. really safe Democrat district. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She has nothing she has, to lose. Right. Those are the most dangerous ideological people on the planet 
are the ones that have no perceived penalty for their behavior. And her, I shouldn't say behavior, I should say her advocated principles is probably a better way uh, to say it. She's advocating for principles that would effectively destroy the United States. I mean, yes. I think that's obvious. That's, that's in no way hyperbolic. We have no economic or, or financial uh, or workforce ability to do any of this. Not any of this. It's nonsense. It would bankrupt us within months. Mm. We'd be finished. But she, there's no penalty for her, Joe. That's why she puts down on paper. There, uh, you know, let's pay people who are unwilling to unwilling to work. It's not even. It's it's ridiculous. Um, she also puts in there the health care uh, for all. Uh, I had said debating uh, my friend Jessica Tarloff last night that again uh, yesterday, if you remember yesterday's show. Healthcare for all in conjunction with this Green New Deal package, we are talking about the implementation, Joe, of a nearly 90% national sales tax, a doubling, if not tripling, of the payroll tax you pay now, and an income tax double or triple what you're looking at now. So again, folks, uh, not to just beat a dead horse on this one, but you're talking at tax rates, about tax rates would affect you in the middle class, close to double and triple what you're paying now in addition to national sales taxes and VATs, value-added taxes. Uh, so, th- th- you know, that's conveniently left out. But that's what I'm telling you is going to be the cost of our health care for all. Um, finally, she talks about, and I want to I make some additions to this thing too, uh, because I had some ideas for her as well. She wants to do I it, bet. Joe, uh, to pay for it. See, she doesn't put a price tag on it, which is smart because she knows it would be ridiculous. Yeah. But she wants to pay for it by extending federal uh, federal reserve credit, um, essentially printing money. Yeah. Now, Joe, we know that's worked really well in the past. You know, the Weimar Republic, oh, yeah. um, you know, uh, in places uh, all across the Africa where they've printed money. It's worked really well. Mm-hmm. And by really well, I mean, it's been incredibly destructive, destroyed the economy and bankrupted the citizens who had to show up to buy bread with wheelbarrows full of money that was absolutely worthless. Um, you're now seeing the same thing happen in Venezuela in live time. But again, to Rep Cortez, don't let facts and history, like cracking a book on history about what actually happens when central banks endlessly print money or credit, uh, don't let history books actually get in the way of these uh, of these out- outrageous absurdities you put in this Green New Deal. So here's some other ideas for the Green New Deal, Joe. Again, before I think we should do the space elevator to Mars, uh, you know, I don't know what you and I could probably finance that. I mean, an all, idea we, Joe, long, all we need is credit from the Fed. Long overdue. Long overdue. But, an idea long yeah, overdue. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and, and since she's extending Fed credit, the Fed can just print up the $100 billion it needs, give it to you and I. You know, we can even start a bank, you know, uh, maybe a credit union or something, and we can build a space elevator to Mars. As Joe said, long overdue. Mm. We could save the, uh, the all all the fuel we need for the rockets and the space shuttle and the Mars lander, which is that we don't need any of that anymore. No space elevator, perfect. So if 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 AOC is listening, can we put that in there? I'd appreciate that. Um, I I kind of hinted at this one before. This is a great idea. Yeah. Joe, how about jelly bean factories in everybody's yard? What do you think of that? But, 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 but before you answer, here's a caveat: it can only use organic sugar that was in no way connected to farting cows. Um, and also in the jelly bean factory, uh, it has to be powered by the wind turbines or the photovoltaic cells taking up the entire state of Texas and California because we can't use electricity. How do you feel about that? that Is that a solid proposal? It's, uh, I think it's got some real possibilities. I mean, it's, it really... <laughs> it does. Is that, is that long overdue, it, too, like the space it elevator? Does, it deserves a little thought, Dan. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Somebody's going to pull these cuts. <laughs> Listen, this show today, if we can't pull a cut from today's show, we're both worthless, okay? We've had some good ones, but this show, this is just, I told you, I did the show last night and you don't have to do anything. Uh, finally, this was a simple one. They want to talk about Joe said long overdue ideas. Joe, Friday. Let's just declare it a federal holiday. What the? Not this Friday. Not today. Every Friday. Why? How did we not think of this? Yeah. A federal holiday. And and then here's the deal. And when you're when you get your guaranteed income, if you're unwilling to work, you get double time on Friday because it's a federal holiday. Dude. Dude. That's it, man. Dude. Remember the Rob <laughs> Schneider skit about the six thousand ways to say dude? dude? You know, you turn the corner, you see the serial killer. Dude. You know, you're a little curious. Then you're surprised. Dude, this is one of those, like, the dude is used when we found an astonishing good idea. Dude. Dude, this is a great idea. Friday's a federal holiday. People who have a guaranteed income from the government get double time on Friday. It's more money in their pockets. Everybody gets off on Friday. Four-day work weeks. Friday. Brother, we figured it out. Yeah, and, we figured and it, out. that's the capstone. Yeah, project. Friday, like Glenn Fry, you know, like Fry, Glenn Friday. Everybody gets off because it's <laughs> Friday. Is he now? See, I usually miss your cultural references, but I'm assuming you're talking about the guy from the Eagles. Yes, I am. Correct? Yeah. Did, did I finally get one? Because uh, you, then I get emails from you're the audience all bad. day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I get about two out of every ten. But uh, the, I, the audience corrects me that because after the show, when Joe gets it up, I go to the gym and I read your emails. How did you miss what Joe said about, uh, I don't know, folks. I don't know. Joe does his own. Joe is the Dennis Miller. Uh, remember Dennis Miller? He had his sure, radio yeah. show. Dennis Miller would always make these in, these references that none of, very few of the listeners would ever get. Joe is the Dennis Miller of podcast engineers. Yeah, so there you go. He does his own thing. He's got his own following now. So now that he's on video, everybody loves Blindly. seeing it. We're putting these clips up. So, hey, Paula, what's our YouTube channel again? YouTube.com slash Dan Bongino. And we put some of the clips up on Twitter, too. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, Paul is the one doing all the engineering mm-hmm. out there, folks. We keep our operation pretty lean here. So we don't have to, you know, we could keep our ad rates and everything low and everything, keep people coming in, you know. So keep them manageable. So it's tough. All right. Finally, today's show brought to your buddies at Helix Sleep. <laughs> These mattresses are terrific. We love Helix Sleep. Uh, we've got a couple in our house. And like I said, my the daughter, the one they sent for my daughter, my youngest daughter, my wife will go in there uh, and read books to my my daughter at night. And I can, Paula, I'm not making this up, right? This is legit. Sometimes she falls asleep because she loves the like, sleep mattress so much in there. It's that good. Hey, there's nobody on the planet like you. So why would you buy a generic mattress built for everyone else? Doesn't make any sense. Helix has a quiz, a sleep quiz. It takes two minutes. Two minutes to complete, and they use the answers to match your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress. Whether you're a side sleeper, hot sleeper, I'm a hot sleeper, like plush or firm bed, like a plush or firm bed with Helix, there's no more guessing or confusion. Go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take the two-minute sleep quiz, and they will match a mattress to you that will give you the best sleep of your life. No joke. For couples, Helix can even split the mattress down the middle, providing individual support needs and feel preferences for each side. Can't beat that. They have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. You'll love it. Doesn't matter. Right now, Helix is offering up to $125 off all mattress orders. That's $125 off all mattress orders at helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's helixsleep.com slash Dan for $125 off your mattress order. Go now, helixsleep.com slash Dan. Check it out. Best sleep of your life. All right. 
All right, let's move on. Um, I do have some serious news, Joe. There's been some uh, really incredible breaks in the uh, in the Russia hoax, and uh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring them up. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make some connections here that uh, uh, we've made in the past, but are now becoming more concrete. But I promise they're going to blow your mind. So just first, John Solomon has a piece up on the Hill, uh, thehill.com, which I'd love you to read. It is in the show notes today about what a steaming pile of hypocrisy our buddy Shifty, Shifty Adam Schiff is, uh, the California Democrat congressman who is by far the sleaziest, dirtiest member of Congress, who has for now over a year accused Trump, his children, his campaign, and anyone else this sleazeball can get a microphone in front of his face to indict of a Russian collusion hoax that never happened. So now that the collusion hoax has almost entirely fallen apart on him, uh, I say almost because he invents new stuff every day, Shifty. Yeah. Shifty's in a panic. So Solomon writes a piece, Joe, and Shifty, look at Shifty. Wow. Shifty got busted in a very surreptitious meeting he had at this Aspen conference last July. Who was Shifty Shift meeting with? Oh, he was meeting with the Fusion GPS founder, Glenn Simpson, the guy who produced the dirty dossier. Wow. Let me read from you from the John Solomon piece. And why, by the way? Because you may say, oh, okay, Dan. Why are you saying Shifty Schiff is a hypocrite, this sleazeball? Well, I'm telling you he's a hypocrite because Adam Schiff made a really big deal about some specific Republican congressman meeting with sources. But now that Shifty has had this surreptitious meeting with the founder of the company that produced the dirty dossier at this conference, all of a sudden Shifty's super quiet because he's a sleazeball. How do you That's like that, Schiff? He's from the Solomon piece. How do you like that? <laughs> I got that too. I knew it. <laughs> I think we bypassed it. Yeah. Yo shift day. There you go. Paula throwing a yo shift day up there for us. So it's a good John one. Solomon says, but Schiff created a far higher standard, Joe, two years ago when he demanded that his Republican counterpart on his committee, then chairman Devin Nunes, Republican from California, be investigated for having meetings with National Security Council officials. These are government officials at the Trump White House without telling the committee. So let's be clear on what we're saying here. Shifty sleazeball Adam Schiff had a big issue with a Republican congressman meeting with government officials, of government officials who were whistleblowers, and demanded he be investigated, Republican Congress Devin Nunes. While Shifty Schiff doesn't seem to mind at all, meeting with non-government Fusion GPS people who produced the debunked dossier. This guy is the captain of sleaze. It goes on. Schiff's attacks led Nunes to temporarily recuse himself from the Russia probe. What a sleazebag this guy is. Here, Schiff assailed Nunes's contacts with a source outside the committee confines as a, quote, dead of night excursion and said it called into question the impartiality of the inquiry because the committee wasn't informed. But did Schiff meet his own standards? Uh, one of his, um, one of his uh, staffers said, well, he declined to say if his boss told the committee about his Simpson contact. So let's be crystal clear about this sleazeball, Adam Schiff. He has a problem with Devin Nunes meeting with government officials who are actual whistleblowers at a meeting in a government facility, but doesn't disclose the meeting he had with a non-government official from Fusion GPS, who no- we now know produced a debunked disgusting dossier of filthy lies that was used to spy on the American president and former candidate. What a sleazebag. Now, I, 
I'm, I want to be clear on when I speculate, I, I'm clear on speculation. So I just want to be clear with everyone right now. Yeah. I'm speculating here, but it's informed speculation. I say informed because I'm hearing from a couple of people who I use for sources that there may be some element of truth to this, but I just want to put it out there. This may be more damaging than we've been led to believe. In other words, Joe, what I'm saying here, I haven't even gotten to the good Spygate stuff yet, so don't go anywhere. But hmm. this shifty thing, I'm not so sure that this wasn't part of the leak operation we've been talking about for a long time. If you're a regular listener to the show, I've referenced a Jeff Sessions, former attorney general, press conference he gave with Dan Coats shortly after Donald Trump was inaugurated as the, uh, the president of the United States, as a 45th president. And in that press conference, Joe and I reference it often, Sessions is clear that there's a big leak investigation going on within the government. I highly suspect, based on informed speculation, ladies and gentlemen, that Adam Schiff and other Democrats on these committees may have been looked at as a part of this leak investigation. And I'm not exactly sure how much this Aspen meeting with Simpson plays into it, but let's just say I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if this meeting with, with uh, Glenn Simpson from Fusion GPS comes up later if this leak investigation starts, starts to show fruit. I'll leave it at that. But again, I'm, I am speculating. I don't usually put that out there, but the volume of people who I talk with who've indicated as such who have said that this may be the case was a little bit overwhelming so shift may be in a little bit more trouble ladies and gentlemen than we think and that may have a lot to do with him lashing out yesterday shifty and saying now we're moving over to investigate trump's finances this may be another distraction technique by shifty shift okay moving on um there's another interesting piece at the uh epic times i have in the show notes today as well uh, and uh, Yeah, this is incredible. You see the headline up in our video now. Senior FBI lawyer did not read the Carter Page FISA before signing off on it. <laughs> Joe, uh, this is just amazing. Uh, hammering home what I've indicated to you is going to be the problem for the FBI in the Spygate disaster the whole time. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, it is not... So Paul, I'll leave that up for a second if you can. Um, it is not just that the FBI used the debunked dossier from Glenn Simpson, who met with Adam Schiff now, we know, uh, to spy on the Trump team. That, obviously, that's the 60,000, 120,000 foot overview of this case. FBI used bad information, spied on president. Even Neanderthal Joe can figure that out. Very simple. That's, he's a character. I'm not insulting Joe. If you listen to my show, you get the joke. Hmm. Um, caveman Joe is probably a better way to say it. Okay, spy on Trump, bad information. We get it. The problem I've told you about this is that there is a paper trail called the Woods File that that follows a Woods procedure named after the FBI lawyer who invented the invented or documented the procedure. She didn't invent it. It's not a product. The Woods file ha- requires people, Joe, at every stage of the verification process to verify the information in the dossier that was used to spy on Trump was, in fact, true. Now read that headline. That's why I asked Paula to keep it up. Senior FBI lawyer Tricia Anderson, who we mentioned yesterday, is covered in the Epic Times, has now acknowledged she didn't even read the FISA. Even worse. She says, no, they put a cover note on it if there's problems. And all I read was the cover note. It didn't indicate there was any problems. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. 
Please, this is all going to come out later, and you're going to hear it first. What is it, February 8th or February 7th? I don't even know. It's Friday. This is episode uh, 912. Remember this show. What's going to come back to bite the three-letter agency people is not just that they use bad information. They signed off on it in a paper trail called The Woods File. Here is your first example of someone who's going to be in a world of trouble who didn't even read the FISA warrant against Carter Page before signing off for John Hancock. You're going to see The Woods File, multiple people who signed off on this thing on a piece of information that has now been debunked and unverified. Are you digging? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? There's a paper trail. A paper trail of people who signed that this was real. Even worse, Joe. There's a series of coincidental dates that are starting to show up. I take screenshots of a bunch of things on my phone from articles I find interesting. Mm -hmm. And there's something that creeped up to me again. To show you how bad this was and how panicky they got after this case started to break. In March of 2016, Joe, Mike Rogers starts to figure out, right? Mike Rogers from the NSA. Follow me here, Joe. This okay. is important. And I'm going to get to the, how the verification and how. But let me just lay out. Let me put the lead first so everybody gets where I'm going with this. Sometimes I'll bury the lead and that's not good. The use of the FISA court to get a warrant to spy on the Trump team, if you listen to my viral speech, was a backup plan. I don't believe it was the original plan. I believe that's why they rushed the FISA and people like Trisha Anderson, as you can see from that headline, signed off on an application in a Woods file to get a FISA on Trump and they rushed it. They did it in a panic because I don't believe it was the original plan, folks. The original plan, I will insist till the day I leave the earth, absent evidence otherwise, was to use national security letters, unmasking, essentially wiretapping of people under the guise of tapping foreigners when it was really used to retro retrofit Trump team uh, wiretaps and the use of the NSA database to listen in and spy on the Trump team. Oh, does that make sense, Joe? Yeah, it does. But I'm, yeah. I'm suggesting to you is very simple. Yeah, it is simple. Yeah. That they used computers, metadata accumulation, wiretapping, and national security letters. Mm -hmm. When that broke down, that's when they moved to the FISA court because they had no other options. And I wanted to put together some dates for you in light of this, why it was such a rush and why people like Trisha Anderson didn't even read this thing yet signed off on it. Okay. Think about these dates, Joe. It's early March when Mike Rogers of the NSA starts to notice that they have a significant problem with abuses which in, with the NSA database. People are querying this database of cell phone calls, emails. People are querying it. And the head of the National Security Agency, Mike Rogers, who I still believe is the good guy in this story, senses there's a serious problem right around the beginning of March. He informs that time. He starts to inform people about these queries and says, hey, ladies and gentlemen, something's going on. Mm -hmm. He later requests a review by the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, which oversees this FISA process. Uh, and, and with the NSA, Joe, and they find out that there are private contractors qu querying the database, that a lot of these queries are inappropriate, that they're using inappropriate identifiers. This is all on the record, ladies and gentlemen. It's all documented. You can look up the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. Uh, I believe it's uh, in March or 2017 or so it was released. You can look at the report. Page 82 has some pretty damning information. 
So just so we're clear, people within the United States government are giving access to private contractors to search a database, a massive database. This is really, really bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, not good. NG. So right around this March time, in the beginning of March, Joe, where Rogers starts to sniff around and say, we've got a problem here. Mm -hmm. What conveniently happens just days and weeks later? Well, our buddy Papadopoulos, George Papadopoulos, Papa D is the key. Don't forget. Papadopoulos magically, after they sense they have a problem with the FISA court, is approached by Joseph Mifsud, the mysterious Maltese professor who starts this entire FISA case, basically. This case that they start to use against Carter Page and against George Papadopoulos uh, for Russian collusion starts with this one guy. This is the guy who, according to their allegations in the FBI, Joseph Mifsud, Mm -hmm. approaches Papadopoulos, who's now a new member of the Trump team foreign policy advisory board, approaches him and says, hey, according to these allegations, we think the Russians have some dirt on Hillary. They may have some emails. Folks, it is clear as day to me now that this was a setup. The page Papa, that was there a FISA on Papadopoulos, by the way, acquiring minds want to know about that one. Papadopoulos and Page are plan B. They're plan B because Mike Rogers starts to smell that there's a surveillance operation going on, an illicit one within the Obama administration to abuse NSA assets to spy on political opponents. It's clear as they look at the dates. Mm -hmm. They line up perfectly. March of 2016, Mm -hmm. Mike Rogers. Hey, we got a problem with spying. All of a sudden, oh, man, here we go. Let's go to plan B. Let's use the FISA court and make it legal. Mifsud approaches Papadopoulos. This whole thing starts. Now, there's only two possible scenarios, as I said to a guy this week I was talking to. There's only two scenarios about Mifsud that matter. Either Joseph Mifsud is the most skilled Russian spy in American history, or Joseph Mifsud was working on behalf of intelligence partners with us to set up George Papadopoulos to make Papadopoulos look like a Russian colluder. Ladies and gentlemen, there's no third option. I say that because Joseph Mifsud, according to his own lawyer, is intimately familiar with Western intelligence assets. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, in addition, Joseph Mifsud is in photos with significant intelligence figures from the United Kingdom and others and was invited in February of 2017 to speak in the United States at a conference the State Department of the United States was involved in. Now we're inviting Russian spies into the United States? Folks, does this make any sense to you? The answer is, of course it doesn't. It's now become clear as day that the FISA warrant and the FISA emergency became a push when the setup of Papadopoulos didn't work. Papadopoulos didn't bite. They Someone pushed this guy, Mifsud, to set up, hey, tell this guy Papadopoulos about Russian emails and hopefully he'll relay it to the Trump team. It now becomes clear. I want you to, uh, I want you to listen to this Peter Stroke text too. Uh, listen to what I'm going to tell you. This Peter Stroke text from May. And it'll all make sense. This is May of 2016. They're trying to set up Papadopoulos because they need to get a warrant to spy on him and use that two-hop rule where they can hop from Papadopoulos to his contacts to their contacts, which would ensnare the entire Trump team. Whatever they're trying to do to Papadopoulos to set him up isn't working. So they start to panic. Read these texts now. Listen to these texts, excuse me, from uh, from May, 
where Peter Stroke is texting his girlfriend and they're starting to panic right now because clearly May is after April and March, obviously, where all this stuff with Papadopoulos isn't working out. They now have a tr- are having trouble using the NSA database because Mike Rogers is calling BS on them. Mm-hmm. Here's the text. Stroke and Page are texting each other. Stroke is the lead investigator in this FBI case. He says, and holy, you fill in the blanks. Ted Cruz just dropped out of the race. It's going to be a Clinton-Trump race. Unbelievable. So Stroke and Page, known Trump haters, Clinton acolytes are panicked because Ted Cruz dropped out and Trump is now going to be the de facto nominee of the Republican Party. How did they respond? Listen to this text, Joe. Wow. Now the pressure really starts to finish MYE. What's MYE, you ask? Mid-year exam. What's mid-year exam? The code name for the investigation into Hillary Clinton. Folks, can you sense the palpable panic now? They're now that Trump is the nominee, they realize their operation to set up Papadopoulos isn't working. They realize Mike Rogers has exposed the operation, the 702 operation, and the surveillance operation using NSA tools to spy on Trump. Now they desperately need a FISA warrant. It's not going to be approved till October. They're panicking. For some reason, Papadopoulos isn't biting. I'm pretty convinced at this point they move on to Carter Page, who they think will be an easier target because he's worked with the target of a FISA warrant because he's worked with the FBI before. And now they get desperate using Christopher Steele and others and his dirty dossier. And they get desperate to do two things, to shut down Hillary Clinton's investigation and to double down on the investigation into Donald Trump. The timelines, ladies and gentlemen, all make sense now. This is crazy stuff. Now you see what Adam Schiff is probably talking about to Glenn Simpson at this Aspen conference, this this shady guy. Mm. What a goof. What a sleazeball. Uh, Two quick things and I'll let you run. Um, Polls, I always like polling data because we do facts and data here. Uh, Folks, 44% of of pro-choice voters in New York oppose New York's new third-term abortion law. I only bring that out there, folks, because, again, dialing back to the beginning of the show to wrap it up for the weekend, the Democrats are digging themselves an ideological hole, Joe. They're not going to be able to get out of it. Mm. They've, tried this, they've tried this radical lurch to the left before. America's not that country. We are a country of liberty-loving, entrepreneurial people who are not going to let go of their freedom as easily or their lives or this, uh, this kind of stuff. This radical far-leftism is not going to work. Second, Joe, new poll out, article up at the Hill. Have this up at the show notes today as well. Just 13% of uh, people approve of, quote, Medicare for all, Joe, when they find out what? That their private insurance would be banned and canceled. Again, there's no pie. There's no sky. These aren't pie in the skies. This is garbage nonsense. The more we highlight and ridicule for its absurdity, it is going to drive the Democrat Party farther and farther to the left. That's going to make them a fringe coastal party in America's big cities only. And even there, their stuff isn't even popular, folks. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. It's been another great week. We really appreciate it. Thanks for spreading the video clips as well. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes if you have an iPhone. If you have an Android or another device, you can go to iHeartRadio and follow. It is free. All of it is free. It's the subscriptions to the show that help us move up the charts, help other people find our content, and they keep our advertising costs low. We really appreciate that, folks. 
Thanks a lot for tuning in. I will see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.